1: with the lovely Marquise and Diana from Lifestyle Travel Club. Okay, hey, y'all. What up, what up? Black
2: entrepreneurs in the building. Hey.
3: you know we try. <laughs> <laughs> a little something here and there.
1: So today, y'all, we're going to start, you know, getting our Black folks traveling now. I know we're in a pandemic, but we can plan ahead.
2: Niggas are still going places. Like, come on. And if not, Listen, you Listen, I was trying to
1: plan a trip next month. <laughs>
4: by the time all this is over, you definitely going to be ready for it.
1: I'm ready like for a vacation. I was ready uh, in April. I don't know what y'all talking about. Why
2: haven't y'all been anywhere? Because people were still moving around.
3: <laughs>
4: we were supposed to, to be Thailand. going to Thailand. Yeah. And
3: unfortunately, we had to postpone it. We didn't cancel it, but we are postponing it. Until further notice, because of everything with COVID, um, it's just irresponsible to take a group of people out of the country right now with the uncertainty. Um, we can't take on that liability and that risk. Right. Okay. Have you been anywhere domestically?
4: We went you know, to the Poconos. We yeah. we took a trip to the Poconos. We took the family. We bought a. We rented a cabin. We
3: did. We did a little cabin thing up in Poconos. Okay, that's <laughs> cute. These were black people. Very cute. Huh. Black people, black people, girl, black. People, black people got cabins, all caves. shades all shade. in the in the forest. See, already we went white with a then you, you know, we go got with down with some of the more Caucasian themes of life, but it was beautiful. It was fun. That's good. <laughs> That's
4: good. Listen, when
3: That's that let... exactly for sure. I mean, sometimes you just gotta get out of the box. Sure, yeah, with the God, group of people, of that box. can
2: be a that can be a situation.
4: You For said,
3: sure. yeah. no, it was a little barbecue in the back." You know, we had to throw a barbecue in there. <laughs> yeah, That's it. It was, it was so, nice. Of their lord and the white people's property value. <laughs> <laughs> very likely. Very likely. <laughs> Especially with the kids throwing water balloons all over. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was fun, though. It was. It was fun. We went rafting down the river. That was. That was dope with the kids. They had a great time. I want to try that. That looks that looks right. I was
2: scared at first. I told you I was scared, but I'm ready yeah, for it now. You, you, you definitely should do it. First of all, came. is it a situation was where if you like flip over, you just got stand you can just stand up or like nah, nah, it,
4: it, it was over your head. <laughs> it
3: depends but, on where we were. There were some places that were safe to like get out and like you could stand, but most places, no.
4: But the water was calm though, so it wasn't like you were going to jump out, even if it was up to your neck. It wasn't like you was gonna jump off the raft and the and the current was gonna sweep you away.
1: No and like, hit a rock and die. Yeah, nah, nah. nah. You,
4: like the Nothing kids got out.
1: The
4: kids got out. You couldn't even feel the bottom of the, you know, with your feet. But it was it was and nice.
3: I, I like jackets too. Yeah, so. yeah life jackets. It was fun. It was cool. Hmm. But international travel, here we come. Like let this it, only get out of here, and we are on it. We, we are right. When do y'all think that everything's going to open up like fully? Well, I mean, things are uh-huh. open, but things where you open. guys think we all will be comfortable to go somewhere? What I don't happen? know exactly when, when. I would say um, we kind of just gotta wait it out and see what happens. I do think there's another wave coming. I think it's going to be a mix of, of course, like the flu and probably some lingering coronavirus things going on. Um, probably for the rest of the year. I think next year would be a better, a better year for us. Mm. And, and so it also
4: depends. Be- oh, good. I'm sorry.
2: No, you good. How did y'all get started with the travel club? Was it you, Diana, you, Marquise, or y'all did it collectively?
4: Um, honestly, it started off with us just traveling together, um, posting our pictures on Facebook, just living Instagram, and Instagram, and people. People automatically assume when you travel, you rich, and I had to just shut that so, down. Like, we not rich. We not we just we balling on the budget right now. It looked good. We just really good at
3: planning and
4: executing and getting really we're great good at deals.
3: finding deals. Yeah. we use our Groupons. We use um, Retail Me Not, all kinds of things to find different things in whatever city we are we're in. We get coupons. We use coupons. Yeah, I don't know what you think. What <laughs> I, mean, I think those. about internationally travel. I feel like you need to have like fifteen thousand set aside. Uh, wow. So you don't need that much money. I mean, you could have a really decent vacation on like a thousand dollars, a nice little getaway for two, um, if you really plan it right. It just depends. Like you just gotta find a good flight. That's usually most of the cost, right there. Go on Groupon, get yourself a little Groupon with a. They'll usually have either flights or just the hotel stay. But that's most of it, right there. I mean, you get your little voucher, you make your reservation, and you're ready to go. But then, like the excursions and stuff, you don't want to go there just stay on the resort. You want to actually do things. There apps just for that.
2: So yeah. There's
3: apps for that. There's also like, um, if you talk to the concierge at your hotel, they'll usually help you set those things up. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: And I think that's that's like how we really got started. Like people just looking to us wanting to more so be like travel agents. And that's not what we wanted to do. We want to travel too. So it was like, hey, what if we take people on trips? We can go with them, get a vacation out of it and allow people to also experience all of the things that we're experiencing and make it cost efficient.
3: Okay. Okay. So I work for an airline. I'm not going to mention which one, but I work for an airline. So I'm really good at like finding really good um, travel deals. So what I like to do is um the way we kind of like formatted it is we take those travel deals that I know that we know how to find at this point, um, kind of just from my job and from traveling, and we set up trips and we use those discounts and pass them on to our our, I mean, our travel club members by booking the trips together. Gotcha. Is that how y'all met, my travel? No. no. <laughs> We actually met online dating.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, we're actually a plenty of fish success story. Oh, believe it or not. I failed at that. Girl, I failed oh, a couple times as well. Plenty of fuck-ups. Well, <laughs> I failed, but I got my That's fish. Right. I got my fish.
4: Listen, if somebody would have told me I would have been married from plenty of fish, that was plenty of yams. Like that was <laughs> yeah, I wasn't I looking for a wife.
2: I wasn't looking for a wife. Wow. That's oh, that you millennial day. Yeah,
4: man, I got so. a wife and a son. Plenty
2: of fish. In oh. About <laughs> <laughs> we, we all traveling out of the country. Y'all don't be shook. I just promise if I want to go over there, I want to end up in a dungeon somewhere. Not understanding, no language. Never come you back You could home. very well
3: end up in a dungeon right here in your own backyard.
4: Listen, sex trafficking is real. Right here in Baltimore, anywhere. right in Philadelphia.
2: I'm sur- I'm comfortable with my surroundings. I know where to go, where not to go. But over there, like, it's probably a language barrier. uh, Like, things like, I don't, you're not going to have those same obstacles as here. I mean, if you That's get true. caught up, it can happen here, true. But I just feel like true. it's going to be way more likely to happen over there or wherever I go.
4: The thing is, I feel like us as, as African-Americans, we are already, like, we have a heightened sense of like our surroundings. We already know. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to go nowhere, not even another city in the U.S. without doing some research. Like, all right, I'm going to Chicago. That I ain't history. going to O Block. I know I ain't going there. I'm going to New York. I know I ain't going to the project. It's the same with traveling to another country. Like, do your research.
1: Be safe. Be safe. Be like,
4: smart. just be smart. Be smart.
1: I always Mm -hmm. try to um, try to research, especially just from me being from the LGBTQ community. Like I always try to do my research before I travel like out of the country, even if it's somewhere like I know I've been before. Mm -hmm. I still try to keep like updated on like shit that's happening in the news over there or like Mm -hmm. just to be cautious, because I mean, you never know, like stuff could happen and it has happened. So. It's good to be cautious, but traveling abroad and out of the country in general that's something that I feel you just have to just do and experience because nobody can tell you how to travel
3: mm-hmm. right, and kind events are very big, like that's a very big thing. um you may depending on what's going on, you may be more at risk, you may be less at risk. I will say um uh, when I was traveling to Rio. A big thing my grandmother kept saying you don't need to go over there you know they don't have a lot of money over there they're gonna you're gonna be a big tar- target target because you're an american and you're a woman and you're i was basically traveling with one other woman so i was pretty much single yeah. and um yeah that is a big risk however at the time a lot of americans were starting to go over because it was also the year that they were hosting the olympics so with that you know they it actually made my trip a lot cheaper as well because i didn't have to buy a visa my visa was waived um due to the olympics it was like a month before the olympics I was supposed to oh, be there. so security was heightened and you know they were they were preparing so of course you don't want anything crazy going on in your city when you have something big like that so mm-hmm. it was it was very very different when i went versus i guess <laughs> probably going at a, at a different time
4: and it could be something is not a current event the first time we went to mexico it was actually a gang war going on between the taxi drivers and I remember Uber. that. Yes. So, like, we um, we went, we took the ferry over to Isla Mujeres in, the, like, the main port. Coming home, the port was closed, so they dropped us off somewhere in the middle of the hood.
3: Um, oh, my goodness. We,
4: we ordered an Uber. Diana was working for Uber, first off. Her search said Uber. I didn't even realize it. I wasn't
3: even thinking. Uh, I had so many Uber shirts.
4: A taxi driver said something in Spanish and he punched his fist and he looked at it and I was like, oh man, like, it's nighttime.
3: They, they was running off all they of was, every Uber we caught, we tried to catch. They kept running them off. They were like,
4: run them off the road. What? Like, it was, it was they,
3: crazy. Yeah. They forced us, they bullied us into getting a taxi basically.
4: Yeah. They bullied them to take a taxi because they went not let. Them. It usually be like anywhere between it was
2: like fifteen
4: months. to thirty. Like taxi drivers standing on the corner, it's like a gang for real. And if an Uber pull up with them tags, it's speed racing. So they pulling up on them and they running them off the road. Yeah,
3: and they have walkie talkies where they talk to each other and be like, hey, it's an Uber over here. Like, let's get them. Wow. Oh. oh wow. That's, that's Uber I've never had to experience that. That is. One of our Uber drivers in Mexico. He had just gotten out of jail from the night before. What? Basically, yeah, he was like, "I just got out." He was like, "I got brass knuckles because I got in a fight last night. I broke some guy's face." He had a crowbar on the side of his door. Bar. He said somebody got his, his window, deep. his windshield, and everything. It was crazy. Yeah, it's
1: no, crazy. You got How y'all handle the language barrier? Because I feel like that's always. A, a struggle for me, even though I've been several places, I, I feel like that that's still a struggle. So, how do y'all handle just communicating with another language? I actually just showed brit one of the apps can use.
4: It's called Converse. Um, so, there's two ways you can use it. <laughs> um You can uh put it one side. You want to put English, and then the other side, you want to put the language that you want to translate into. Okay. You say what you have to say, and then it it repeats it out. Also, Google Translator.
3: Google Translator is a big one. So yeah, Google Translator
4: is use, and then that's
3: also great for menus.
4: Oh, good for menus because you can actually put your you can phone hover up. Hover over it. Hover over with your camera, and it'll translate the text. That well, is so Google language word for English. English? Yes, mm-hmm. that's, that's something we it. learned, and we just learned actually in Paris.
3: Yeah, yeah, that was great for Paris.
4: Um, but also, like, we have a very diverse group of like people in our club
3: amazing people so amazing.
4: we've a couple times we had people that actually spoke the language and um was
3: surprising just, like we had this one girl all of a sudden she started speaking Spanish she was black she yeah it's like fluent very fluent we like, and she was Spanish? like from the <laughs> yeah. and everything it was like amazing to see and I was just like wow it I came out of
4: nowhere like it came out of nowhere, and we might have been there for like a day or two like yeah. And then she just starts like, speaking Spanish. I was
3: like, I, I'm like, where was this at when we were trying to? Where was where was this Spanish? You know what? She wasn't there in the first place. She, <laughs> oh, she, she, she missed her flight. She missed her flight. That's crazy. She also was one of those. We party one night, and she was. We were sitting. We were in like this VIP section. And she got so drunk Needless and to. she ended up throwing up in our section. Oh, and wow. then she like fell asleep in the corner and then she was like dead to the world for like 15, 20 minutes. This her song came on, she rose from dead like it never had yeah.
2: She was it reincarnated.
3: Was
2: so, so is it safe to say the
3: nightlife outside of the US is better? um I, uh, we don't experience too much nightlife here <laughs> in the u.s anymore being parents but when we get out we get out
4: yeah i would. I
3: love partying in other countries
4: i think it's because like one all the music is new you know how when you go in a club and you hear some new shit and you be like damn this is hard yeah all the music you hear some like i'm not really into like reggaeton but when you hear some shit that really bop you be like damn i would have never I would have never listened to this Daddy Yankee.
3: I would have never listened. I, I
4: would have never, list- never knew Daddy Yankee was popping like this. Like, it'd be like would <laughs> be like, <laughs> it'd be the or poppy store like music. You'd be like, oh, snap. version
3: of, like, a song. Or just, like, you know, just different versions mm-hmm. or different um music that you are usually not used to, but you kind of like a little bit. But you might not be used to it. And it's just like, oh, that's hot. That's hot. And you bring it back. And people hear it. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's hot.
4: And... You don't have to pay $30 for a shot. You literally can yes. you know the you know the big McDonald's teas.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Listen, like you go in the tea. club, they, they giving out big McDonald's sweet teas full of tequila. So I you know what in Mexico, you like, you like, damn, what I'm supposed to do with this? Drink it. Fun. <laughs> wow. Listen, by the you end of the night, it? like it takes a lot of drinks to get you lit, but it's free. So you don't That's really complain. Food. You yeah. be like, all oh. right, this is some
3: Why liquor.
4: I mean, because with your wristband, when you go to the clubs in Mexico,
3: and um it's usually uh all inclusive. Yeah, like you coffee.
4: go in the club and it's included. Your drinks is included in the club.
3: Yeah. Hey,
2: that's what But is. to get
4: in the club might cost you about 50, 60 bucks. It but, just
2: depends. But, on
3: which but you gotta think about how much it's been drink it makes sense. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, it just depends though, because if you go to like La Vaquita or if you go to like um
4: the tang- what is it?
3: Congo, tango? Congo, Congo, Congo um bar is really good too. They have um uh, sometimes they have like an international night, but it's usually like Caribbean music or like American um hip hop.
1: Did you go out when you went? I did. I th- I went to Congo. Um and they and you're right, they they do play a lot of um like Caribbean music, Afro beats, um, like music like that. And and I mean that's where I'm comfortable at. So it was cool with me. But um I always feel like real like weary when I'm I'm leaving those places. Yeah. I don't know if that ever wears off, but
3: um, <laughs> I've been there. So we used to go three to four times a year, and I've been there quite often. I don't know how many times, but I will say there's always cause like it goes from really safe looking to really sketchy yeah, really quickly. Real you quick. turn a corner and it's dark and you know, is you just somewhere else. But and every, so I, I, I don't know if that ever goes away, but you kind of know what to expect um the more you go. And every
4: time you go, it's like you unlock a little bit of a of the map because like yeah. before we we only would take the bus. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then we got to a point where it's like, oh man, like if we walk up a little bit and go through this alley, it's food. So it's like, all right, I'm hungry, but I don't want to go. So eventually it was like, all right. We need to do a little bit of like discovering, mm-hmm. so we can figure out what's going on. Because like once we get on the whole, on the resort, is we will have to eat that nasty ass buffet food. and
3: mm-hmm. We can
4: try and find some good tacos somewhere around here, right? If you find
3: the best food when you like venture off. I mean, be smart about it, of course. But we found some amazing food just venturing off and having a little bit of fun.
4: And again, we have we usually have a pretty big group, so like the chances that you getting kidnapped fifteen deep. It's like
3: (laughs) it's not really maybe like (laughs) Like something else
4: something else could probably happen to you, but kidnapping is you know probably not I mean we have
3: gotten into like very close altercations where we were gonna be like a fight, like a brawl like a brawl 15 on 15.
2: Yeah that's happened. Never like a kidnapping situation. Never
3: kidnapping situation.
2: So list all the places that you've been internationally thus far
3: with the club or just period. With the club, with the club. Okay, so we've gone to Costa Rica. We've been to to the Dominican uh, Republic. We've been to Mexico twice. Uh, we've been. To, where else is it?
4: Paris, Madrid. Paris
3: and Madrid, which was I, I really like Paris and Madrid. A uh, Marquise is not a huge fan. I'm not but, a huge fan, you but... know that's where we got into, almost got to that brawl. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why. I have the reason anyway. And um, I mean, we've been doing it for. Uh, this would have been our third year, but you know, we couldn't we couldn't participate this year. But in the last two years, we've done quite a few trips. We usually do like three to four trips a year. Some people come and you know go on multiple trips a year, but it just depends on how much time you have available. Um, we make it really affordable, so it's usually not.
4: It's usually it's the like money. Yeah. yeah,
3: it's usually do I have the time to go for trip? Brittany,
4: I tell you, I'm I'm asking everybody in the building, like, I'm trying to go on vacation once a month. I'm like, listen, I need you to swap off with me. I need you to do this. I'm doing anything I can to try to finagle my schedule so yeah. I can take off. Yeah. And he's
2: really good. He's, he's like, I'm not right using is. my PPO because I got this trip, that trip. I use all my I can't go nowhere.
3: Right. No, we are very good at using our, using our time. Even if we, like, sometimes just a personal vacation little weekend get away Mexico Jamaica Dominican. for the day and
2: stuff like it's the we, big ha- we deal, have like- done that Jamaica <laughs>
3: 24 hours the best 24 hours you'll ever have <laughs> so yeah. how does it do you take like a lump sum do you guys pay over time like how do you make it affordable we make it affordable by first of all we like I said we plan we pass on the savings so it's already affordable and then the way that we make it even more um enticing for people We break down the trip. So we'll we'll announce a trip and then we'll say, you know, we're going to such and such a place in four to six months. And so we break down the payment so that it's paid off one month before. And the initial cost of it, if you're you're, um, getting into the travel club, it's $75 per person um, to sign up. But basically you have one year access to any of the trips that we go on. And all you have to do is say, I want to go once we announce the trip. Then we set up a payment plan and you pay on a monthly basis. It's usually no more than $150 a month, which is very affordable. That's like, you know, usually people's like electric bill or something, mm-hmm. and um, or something you might have stashed away mm-hmm. for your savings. And so it's very affordable. And you just pay that and show up. You get an itinerary about a month prior to the vacation. And you show up to the airport and everything else is pretty much taken care of. You just have to make your payment. Listen, so no additional call. No, I Mm. mean, depending on where we go, you might have to pay for food. But the Caribbean places are usually inclusive, all inclusive. Um, You just pocket money, really. Yeah. Pocket money.
4: I mean, the thing is, like, if somebody told me that I could go to Jamaica on layaway, I'm jumping on it. And that's basically what it is. It's like people put so much stuff on layaway, like stuff that in a couple months is either not going to be any use or they're not going to use it. Like, this is like putting a whole experience on layaway.
3: Right. Like, you don't have to wait a whole year to go so it's not like you're anticipating this for the longest time it's like oh god hurry up but you know four to six months of payments and then you're ready to like buy out like you really can't beat that right right do you know your members get their passports if they don't have one we do not we actually don't accept any members that don't have passports no. reason being is because you need to be travel you need to be you need to be serious about traveling. And the way yes. that we feel as though you're serious is already have your passport. I mean, it's nothing to go. We'll tell you how much it costs and let you know. Just let us let us know when you get your passport because then we can move forward. Because we never know how long it's going to take. Um, Depending on your background, it's already a four to six week uh, turnaround time for just a normal person. Uh, my, my son has one. You know, he's eight months. He got his one. He was like two or three months. and um you know of course he has no record but it still took about three to four weeks for us to get it so we just don't want to have to worry about how long it's going to take for you to get yours if you already have it then we can talk
4: and then on top of that like we've had people who like they need it we already booked hotels we don't we didn't do like flight stuff like that and then it's like oh man i I don't have my passport so now we have to go back figure out how we're going to like
3: expedited
4: expedited or like how we going to get the money back for that the rum that or how we're we going all set go
3: yeah. it's
2: just
3: it's just too much hassle mm-hmm. for us it's just like be serious about it before you come to us because we're very passionate and we'll help you as much as we can but we need to see that you know you're invested as well in in actually traveling right so y'all like traveling we, we love
2: people with y'all so how do you enjoy yourselves and also make sure that everybody else is having a good time too like how you find that balance because i was like who's be here. fuck y'all see y'all it's just time to go <laughs> you
3: know
4: it's been a time or two now like- <laughs> no, it's been a time or two she
3: was about to lie <laughs> i ain't gonna go there listen <laughs> We put a lot of time and effort into planning the trip ahead of time, so all of the work is done when we get there. Upon check-in, yeah, yeah, upon check-in, and it's like we we have our own roles. Like Marquise is really great at some things that I'm not great at, and I'm really great at some things that he's not great at. So the administrative stuff, um, worried about like when we go to check-in and stuff, he'll get the whole group together as everyone's standing in the lobby, get them together, see how their flight was, um, do all the customer service aspect of it while I'm taking everybody's passports to get them checked in and making sure everybody's room is good. Once we mm-hmm. get everybody settled, after that first day, we pretty much, we have our own thing going on. We take our time to ourselves, um, go to the pool, get dinners. But we also like to have a great community, a sense of community. Um, mm-hmm. And more like, a. Fa- our travel club is more like a family. So we always plan one family dinner and one family excursion. You don't have to come. But it's there if you want to come and get to know everybody.
4: Okay. The thing is, like, everything is really structured um, as far as, like, when we're going to get there, where are we staying at, you know, what things we can do. But it's also very flexible. So, like, if you're a person that doesn't want to be with the pack and want to get out and do your own thing, we definitely encourage that. But a lot of people feel comfortable with me and Diana because we, we're seasoned travelers. So they kind of gravitate towards us. Sometimes that could be like a little like, all right, me and her, we want to go out and, and visit the market. And people be like, oh, they see they see us leave and they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I want to go to the market too. And eventually, <laughs> you know, we got the whole
2: the whole group, the behind, whole group behind us. <laughs> and it's
4: like, it's okay. One, because like we've experienced this and you know, for the first like for the first time, this is people's uh, like their first time traveling. So like, all right, you know, I, I kinda get it. If I was if this mm-hmm. was my first time, I would wanna go with somebody and know what they're doing too
1: so what are some things that you would say to be cautious about when traveling outside of the country like what are some do's and don'ts
3: uh travel now do your research do 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 your research please do your research my husband is great at going mm-hmm. online on youtube and looking at a whole it's bunch incredible. of movies um that is his thing and that is the best thing to do because you can get different viewpoints um don't do don't don't be that like don't be that asshole
4: don't like, be that american, I'm, american. Yeah.
2: I'm
3: good don't worry about me i'm just doing my thing and i can i you know i own the world don't yeah because they don't owe you anything you don't mm-hmm. even they don't even have to let you in there like you you you're not entitled to everything that's, that's... and you have to understand their way of life and, and adapt you know when in Rome do as the Romans do that's that's, that's how I feel about it like you, you be respectful of people's culture um and they'll for the most part be respectful of yours as well just treat people the way you want to be treated and you should be okay
1: have you had people in your group that weren't really accepting of the culture they should they just wanted to go just to to so that they went
4: yes yes yeah. and that's mm-hmm. That brings us back to the whole Paris situation. <laughs> we had a person who was actually no longer a part of the group because we do kick people off the group. We actually yes, we had to kick two we people out. That right.
3: Yes. I think that's necessary. Uh, yeah. Yes. Because it needs to be conducive to the culture of our group. Right. And if it's something, somebody that's um, causing trouble or issues um, and it's not conducive to the entire group, then, you know, they got to go. They're not a good fit for our family.
4: Um, We had a person... We went out to the club in Paris.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm pretty sure everybody's seen Taken. Right?
3: <laughs> no. we know, up? we... No. Never seen Taken? After this, no. go watch Come on, bitch. You gotta watch Taken, bro. All you I'm going to say is, start.
4: you know... The, I watched
3: tell Rwanda.
4: <laughs> nah, you gotta watch Taken. Then you're going to understand this story. Because I don't want to give out too much context. But mm-hmm. the person that got Taken, it was very reminiscent of the movie. You, we, certain people were just prone to getting Taken because they just don't use their common sense. That's all I'm going to say.
3: Oh, yikes. Yeah. Exactly. That's somebody you know, with a different, you know, a uh, a uh, 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 of a lighter hue, and um, she <laughs> was kind of like out there doing her thing with some with some locals.
4: Yeah, she and was. She
3: kind was, of
1: on the bone. Those are the ass people. I know. Adventure, yeah, adventure, adventure, ass people. So, <laughs> so we, she went off,
3: and we had to find her. Her and, friend
4: came crying, hysterical, like,
3: <laughs> "You gotta find her! I haven't seen her in like." 15
4: minutes 30 minutes oh, wow. so me being me at the saver home
3: where's amanda,
4: <laughs> I have amanda. I went mixed with the liquor <laughs> i went right into I, I threw my cake on i threw my mask on and i went searching for amanda we're gonna call her amanda
3: yeah and i was the sidekick and she part. was
4: my sidekick so we me and her we running through the alleyways of paris we running in the, the men's bathroom, the women's bathroom. We running all around the club. This alleyway. We walking up and down
3: this alleyway.
4: We finally find Amanda. Amanda, she was in
3: the corner. In, in the, the corner with some random room with a whole bunch of dudes.
0: With fifteen guys, right? Wow. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.
1: At Zenny, we believe everyone deserves access to high-quality, affordable eyewear. That's why we offer stylish prescription glasses for men, women, and kids starting at just $6.95. Our online factory direct model cuts out the metal men